Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everybody, this week's episode of the R&R Show is brought to you by Arcane Wonders. And hello, Will. How are you, sir? I am hanging in there, Richard. It's good to see you here. Another wonderful week of uh, gaming for me personally, and I am so happy to be here because this is one of my favorite parts of the show where we look at uh, upcoming Kickstarter and GameFound and crowdfunded games. Yes, we uh, do. Going? Yep, every month. Uh, we spend hours, literally in my case, hours yeah. going through a list of almost 700 upcoming games that are on Kickstarter, and more and more, the list is getting longer on GameFound too. Yeah. trying to find the absolute cream of the crop, the best of the best, that are coming in the next few months. We will count them down for you, and if they sound interesting to you, go look at the links down in the show notes. There will be links directly to the pre-launch pages, so you'll be sure not to miss them when they go live, because we're not talking about stuff that's live right now. We're not talking about stuff that's ending right now. We're talking about the future. Um, we are calling our shots, uh, Babe Ruth yeah. style, and we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> That's right. And speaking of games, yes. I see a game there on front of you there, yes, but you it's do. you actually it's not laid out on the table. I just see a box. I see a couple expand. of boxes. Yep, yep. Oh, ah, it is viral and viral. The hive from sponsor of the show, Arcane Wonders, and you know what? Well, for a first, this is the first time ever in the R and R show, we're gonna do an unboxing. All right, Ooh, let's get to it. the overhead camera. Um, so, first of all, let me just say, Tom Vassell loves this game. So much so that he put his name on it. This is uh, part of the Dice Tower Essentials line. And uh, this is an area control game, as I understand it. I need to get a Kniffy, because this is some heavy-duty uh, uh, shrink wrap. So, okay. Nice. A very cartoony art from my favorite board game artist of all time, the Micho, which I believe I'm saying correctly and not the Miko. And in this game, players are competing viruses trying to make a body as sick as possible. Now, of course, uh, this is a game that uh, you know has a new meaning in our modern day in life, but it is really lighthearted, very comical, and um, you know, I almost kind of, it feels sort of gateway-ish as a means of getting into area control. Let's take a look at this ginormous board, which is so big, I knew I had to have the camera really zoom out oh wow and so you can see um you know rather than um you know fighting over countries around the world you're fighting over the brain the heart the the liver the spleen the kidneys etc the large intestine and all of that so there are going to be these little things that are your troops whether you are the green triangle the purple blob the yellow spiky or the orange cube and you are spreading around you know trying to exert your influence over all the different organs but the tricky thing is as i understand it if too many people show up in a given region that means the uh person is going to go see the doctor and there is going to be a serious medical response that will end up wiping out everybody also um depending on what you do uh, they can actually find a cure to you which means all of of your units will get knocked off the board. So you have to worry about your opponents, but you also have to worry about the medical establishment out there too. And the way the game works, as I understand it, where's that, Kniffy? 
is it's a card-driven game because everybody has their own starting deck of cards depending on which virus they are. And what they do on their turn is everybody simultaneously plays two cards. I might play this card and... um, Let's see. Or there is the other cards. There's... Oh, I know you play two cards. One of them determines the zone that you're going to go to and what's the other one? Isn't the, is the other one determine what you're going to do? Yeah, that's what it is. So one of them determines the zone that you're focusing on, and the other one determines what you're going to do there. Uh, whether you're going to ah. you know spawn more stuff, or drag or you know drag your opponents around to get them out of spaces that you're trying to fight for, or move your characters around. And so everybody's going to pick two cards from their hand, play them at the same time, and then resolve them in player order. And so I think that's actually a really interesting idea that you know if you're the last player, like okay, well. I think this is what people are going to do to me. And so you've got to pick those cards way early and figure out ahead of time where you're going to go, what you're going to do. In addition to that, there are events that are going to change the uh, world, like uh, your, the, your host going number one or number two or having some fast food, um, you know, oh. or we get a chance to multiply, <laughs> or they're going to stop smoking. Good for them. They're going to fall nice. in love. Uh, they might sneeze us out of there. Oops, that was a, uh, there we are on the green screen. So, um, or, you know, they might be having <laughs> too much sugar. So there can be good stuff and bad stuff that is all driven by real science. So I guess there is some educational value to this game as well. Right. And so, like I said, Tom Vassell has been raving about this game for years. He loves it to pieces. And, just this year, Viral the Hive came out. So let's do a double unboxing. As I understand it, the main thing this does is it gives everybody their own unique starting player power because Ooh. in the main game... Where are they? Here they are. I didn't finish my unboxing of the first game. Uh, here are the player boards. And they're really simple. They are just an at-a-glance summary of what all the different special powers are. In the game, right? Okay. Oh, they, oh, those are out of focus. Is that a bit more focused? There you go. That's yeah, better. there we go. That's a bit better. Um, oh, I didn't realize that was out of focus. Sorry about that before, folks. Anyway, um, oh, that's a green one. Let's not focus on the green one very much, on the green screen. So, I mean, everybody is basically the same. But with this expansion, everybody gets a few more units, um, and everybody gets their hive. This kind of becomes your base of operations. And so this can't be destroyed. It can kind of protect your units as you're moving around. But the other thing you can do is, if you move enough of your units on here, you can spend your units not to engage in the area control, but instead... Oh my gosh, these are all very well plasticed up. There we go. I think it's the last time I need the knife. You can instead get more cards. Actually, that's the main game, too. More cards mm-hmm. can get added to your deck over time. And so now there's new, different cards that can be added. But here's the really cool thing. Everybody does not start out exactly the same, which is different looks. Now, everybody starts out. We have this cool little system. You know what? Actually, let me go on ahead and show you the yellow one on the green screen. So everybody starts out pretty much the same, but if you get enough (laughs) of your units on your hive, you can spend your units to upgrade yourself and get more Ah. unique asymmetrical special powers. And that's really cool too. Um, Right. So uh, that's the big thing that gets added. You know, this idea of having like a home base and um, upgrading your powers with asymmetric abilities and all that. And that's pretty cool. And that's hive. And hive... Or that's viral and viral. viral the hive. A game, like I said up front, I have not played it because it's not really our thing. Jen and I tend not to go for um, you know punch 'em ups as we're you know trying to defeat each other. But 
I yeah. really do like the design. I totally see why Tom is so, um, you know, goo goo gaga for this game because it's a very, very sharp idea. I love simultaneous action selection reveal, one of my favorite mechanisms of all time. I like it so much, I could almost imagine maybe I would enjoy this game too. But uh, that's yeah. it. And, um, folks, one of the reasons we're talking about this is because one lucky member of the audience has the chance to win a bundle, a copy of Viral and the expansion, The Hive. And, well, how are they going to win? So, folks, in order to win your very own copy of uh, Viral and The Hive, you're going to be listening to this during the show. One of us is going to say the secret word, and what you're going to do is send the name of the game that we're talking about when you hear the secret word uh, to an e- uh, in an email to contest at rotto.com. The secret word today is drums. D R U M S. Yes. One of us is going to say drums during one of these games, and you're going to you're not going to send the word drums. You're going to send the the title of the game that we're talking about at that time to contest at rotto.com. Uh, why did we pick drums? To find out, watch us live on Twitch every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific. Uh, we do a lot of banter and hanging out with the uh, the audience beforehand. And thanks to our all our viewers that show up, they're the ones that help us come up with these words. So if yeah. you want to know the secret, you can watch the extended edition of this uh, on YouTube later. Oh, I, I hate to be clickbaity, but um, reason number one will surprise you, uh, quite frankly. <laughs> yeah. um, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah so yeah. if you want to check out the extended edition of the show, folks, hit that eye in the top right corner screen or follow the link. I mean, it's everything we're about to do, plus like an hour of additional stuff. Like we yes. went off on our top three favorite Uwe Rosenberg games and had quite a oh, big debate right. about that. And yes. um, you know, and, and and you know, did we put the Agricola Caverna question to bed once and for all? You'll have to watch the extended show to find out. Because today <laughs> right. we are here to talk about upcoming Kickstarter games. But before we get to that, one more thing. As I said, one lucky viewer of the show has the chance to win viral plus viral to hive. The um, it requires you to win. You know, get get your question in to contestaround.com. You have to be chosen. But you also have to be in North America because North American players of this week's contest have the chance to win viral. For folks in the rest of the world, because in case you didn't know, over 60% of our audience is outside um, the the continental United States, which is huge. So we uh, don't want to leave everybody else out. So... If the winner, uh, you know, of this contest next week is not in Canada, Mexico, or the United States, i.e., North America, then they will be winning a copy of Encyclopedia. Ooh, yeah, nice. Uh, wow. Which is a game I covered on Kickstarter. It's finished its Kickstarter run, and it is actually now open for um, you know its pledge managers available. So if you missed the Kickstarter and you were interested, you can still get in and get all the Kickstarter bonuses and all that. It's available. There's a link. For for that down in the show notes too but um like i said one of you uh if you are the name drawn next week and if you're not in north america will be getting a copy of encyclopedia watch my run through for more because this game is phenomenal folks really enjoy it quite a bit Phew. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. All right. So, yeah, uh, again, don't forget the name of the game, not drums, but the name of the game we talk about. You're going to send that uh, in the subject to uh, in an email to contest at rotto.com and you'll be entered to win either viral or uh, encyclopedia, depending on where you are in the world. Yep. And I should say you have until May 3rd in the uh, like, say, 10 a.m., uh, PST to get your entry in because we'll actually do the drawing for this on next week's 
show that we do live on Tuesdays. So if you if you want to be there live and watch the wheel of names spin, and oh, we started customizing the wheel of names for the first time. Yeah. I'm excited about <laughs> next week's customization change we're making Same for the wheel of names. Uh, oh, we are so clickbaity right now. Come back for the wheel yes. of a new wheel of uh, <laughs> a lot of crazy stuff happens in the extended show, folks. But enough yeah. of that. Let's actually talk about what we are here to talk about. Uh, our top ten upcoming crowdfunding Whoa, games. Wait, wait, wait. I- What's, can you tell me a little bit about that shirt you're wearing there? This shirt? I that love shirt. this shirt. This shirt is from Thinkerthemy, Amy and Maggie, one of the absolute best YouTube channels, um, one of the fastest growing YouTube channels for board game coverage. Uh, they are recently married. Congratulations, Amy and Maggie. So happy for them. Um, yes. But that's not the only reason to celebrate. Although it's really the main reason, but I've got another thing. Uh, well, this is my 10th year of filming. Uh, this month, the month of April 2022, I'm celebrating my 10th year. Uh, one of my most excited ways I'm celebrating it is bringing Amy and Maggie onto the channel. This yes. month on Thursday, what day? Thursday, the 28th, the first run through from Thinker Themer uh, for Radlands is going to go live. And folks, I have watched it a couple times already. It is hilarious. It is so much fun to watch because it's the two of them doing a run through simultaneously. And it just works wonderfully. You are going to absolutely love it. Um, and if you want to know more about uh, Maggie and Amy, you can hit that eye in the top right corner screen or follow the links in the show notes. I will retroactively put a link to their run through. Uh, you know, once the video goes live on Thursday. I am so excited. It's why I've been wearing their shirt all month to celebrate. Not my 10th anniversary, but, um, (laughs) and admittedly their wedding again, congratulations to them so much. Oh, also by the way, congratulations nuptial wise to Shay who also got married. Um, it's why you've noticed a bit of a drop off in his volume, uh, because he's been celebrating. He's going to be back, um, uh, uh, you know, up to full speed very soon too. Uh, Ruel, on my 10th anniversary, the channel is growing. I am very excited. I am super fired up. And again, welcome, Amy and Maggie. I'm so happy you're here and can't wait to see what you're all up to. Yep, yep. Well, now, if you don't mind, I'd like to continue with whatever I was just saying before you so rudely interrupted. All right. My bad. <laughs> Let's actually talk about what we are here to talk about. Uh, our top 10 upcoming crowdfunding games. And I actually, I had nine or so that I really was really drawn towards. So of this list, five of mine are going to be on here. You have five as well. Did you find more or, or was it like oh. slim pickings for you or what? No, it, it was it, it was really, there's a, a lot of games that I want to talk about. I, I got mine down to 10. You know what I noticed too? Like, you know, we, we find a lot of games on Kickstarter, but... This week, there was a lot of stuff on GameFound that I found. So, yeah, yeah, really neat to see. I love, again, I'm all about more games everywhere, folks, more yep. platforms. I, I'm excited. So we're gonna, you're going to see some from uh, both uh, both uh, platforms, I believe, uh, for the today's list. Yep, 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 yep. Yes, uh, definitely. Okay. Yeah, GameFound is on the rise, and that makes me yep. happy. Um, and yeah, and, uh, and like I said, so you've got some more. I've got some more. We're going to talk about our 10 absolute must-haves. But again, folks, hit that I, follow the link in the show notes. If you check out the extended version of this, when we get to the Q&A portion at the end, we'll list a bunch of additionals. The, uh, the honorable mentions, the almost made it, uh, missed it by that much segment and because we have a few more that are worth talking about but uh that's for later boy rado aren't we forgetting something yes 
Yes, we are. Folks, before we can get to the proper top 10 of all kinds of upcoming games we're super excited about, there are some that we're even more excited about because they're going to be covered on the channel in the coming weeks. So, before we get to the top 10 of things we haven't played, let's talk about the stuff we have played, we have studied, and that we'll be doing um, previews for on the channel in the coming weeks. So, let's start out with a big announcement that I don't think anybody else has picked up on. There's another Aeon's End coming, folks. Uh, yes. Nice. Yes, I am very excited about this. It's called Aeon's End Past and Future. And it is the seventh um, Aeon's End box. Uh, it has two new expeditions. One set way in the past, before the fall of Gravehold. One set hundreds of years in the future, after the events of New Hope. And it introduces a whole bunch of new keywords. So, just when you thought they were done um, with Aeon's End... We have not reached the end. Uh, past Aeons in Past and Future is coming on a crowdfunding in May, and I will be covering it because I love Aeons End so, so very much. But that's wow, not all. Cool. We've also got Bark Avenue. Shay is going to be doing a preview of this. This is an adorable game all about cute, fluffy dogs that we are trying to help do their business because we play professional dog walkers, I think, in Central Park in New York. And so we are trying to make sure the dogs get along well with each other, that we get them to the places they need to go, that they do all their business, and that we can run a successful um, business at it. And, uh, you know, obviously I love dogs. It looks really, really sweet and charming. I think this is a lighter game, more kind of gateway family friendly. And you can watch for Shay's run through of it coming next month. Uh, and speaking of Shay, he will also be hitting The Breach, which is a big, epic uh, cyberpunk style game. And I have to admit, I don't know much about this yet, uh, but... I am certain Shay will do a phenomenal job. I can say, looking at the cover art, it looks stunning. Um, absolutely gorgeous game. And Shay, when he says, yeah, I want to cover this game, I know he does his due diligence. He studies them well. So I expect this will be a fun one to play too. And we'll learn more about it in May. And then speaking of Cyberpunk, I'll be doing a little bit of coverage with Hacktivity, a game that we first talked about last year on the R&R show. And Jen and I have now played it. This is a brilliant brilliant little it's not really a deck builder. This game starts with the decks already built. And we're trying to survive our way through the decks. Uh, and it's a very, very clever system where every uh, round, players are either going to grab a bunch of bad cards that are trying to kill us in cyberspace, or a bunch of good cards that will save us. But we have to decide, before we see anything, okay, how many bad things am I going to draw? How many good things am I going to draw? And there's an incredible amount of tension. Jen and I, we just played this for the first time the other day, and we were both blown away by it. One of the best games I played in the month of April. And so you'll be able to see me talking more about it in the roundup uh, as it gets ready for uh, uh, fundraising in May. Hacktivity. Then um, we have got On Tour Paris and New York. I am super excited about this. On Tour is one of the greatest rolling rights of all time, as far as I'm concerned. And getting new On Tour content is absolutely must play. And um, this is interesting to both of us, because Royal and I will be going up against each other, doing an RVR in the month of May, when the game is live, um, you know, on crowdfunding platforms. And the interesting thing is, it's not alone. There are actually a bunch of other games that are going to be going on as part of the same project. And 
I think we might not be done talking about this right now, folks. So uh, we'll circle back on that a little bit later, perhaps. But I'm looking forward, Ruel, to taking you on in either Paris or New yes. York in May. Cannot wait. Yep, yep, yep. And then finally, we've got a couple of previews from Kimberly, um, starting with Septima. Oh my gosh, uh, this is the latest big box extravaganza from Mind Clash Games, uh, which are known for making really deep, rich, heavy, complex, and um, very thematically um, enriched games. This one is about a coven of witches trying to um, you know, thrive and succeed. And the interesting thing about this, more than anything else, is... Mind Clash promises this is going to be a bit lighter, a bit more uh, new player friendly than what they've done in the past. I don't know what that means because they've done Tracurian in the past <laughs> and um, I know, Anachrony and Perseverance. They're known for the big stuff. So this is them kind of scaling down, making something that'll work for more audiences. So I can't wait to see Kimberly's preview of it, but Kimberly won't be done because she'll also be covering Tiny Epic Vikings. And I got to admit, folks, I almost took this one myself. Although I can't wait to see Ooh. Kimberly. Kimberly does such an amazing job. You watch, yes. folks. I think in time, people are going to say, could Rado please stop doing videos and have Kimberly do everything? She is fantastic. <laughs> Um, so she'll be covering Tiny Epic Vikings, which is going live as well. And here's the thing about this that really caught my attention. It almost got me to do it, Ruel. Um, the core action selection mechanism of this is very reminiscent of Furnace. In that it's Ooh. kind of an auction where sometimes you bid hoping you're going to lose instead of winning. Nice. And, but with, with Vikings. Uh, so <laughs> that's a bunch of very, very cool stuff that you'll be able to see on the channel um, in May. And, uh, phew, thank you for reminding me. I think we can get back to our previously scheduled show now. Sound good? It sounds good to me. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape... You can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Right now, let's get going with our number 10. Ruel, what do you like? Okay, I mean, I, I like so many this week, but we're gonna, we got to start somewhere. Yes, so what I'm going to start with is number 10, The Gig. The Gig. The this gig. is on Kickstarter, yes. Okay. Um, Okay, so what this is, I, I love the theme, and you, we are players are we're playing in a jazz group, and we're improvising, right? We're playing music, and we're trying to please the audience. You know, we're we're going through our solos. We all have our different instruments. This Richard is a real time roll and write game. Believe yeah. it or not, a mm -hmm. real time roll and write game. Uh, and so you're rolling dice, and you're trying to figure out where these uh, dice are going to go. You're you know creating songs in real time. I, I just I love the theme. I love the uh, mesh of theme and uh, mechanism here. And uh, what you're doing is you're, you know, basically the shapes and stuff you're going to uh, form on your uh, instruments. Everyone has an instrument board they're going to add to. So someone's going to be, you know, playing guitar. Another player is going to be playing drums. Another player is going to play bass and, you know, vocals and stuff. It, it's 
I, I lo- absolutely love the theme, and I can't think of any other games that do this, uh, especially with the real-time role play, uh, roll and write, but also just, you know, I, I want more games about musicians. Um, yeah. You know, one I think of is, like, uh, Big Easy Busking from uh, Weird Giraffe. Mm-hmm. They did one about, you know, playing as uh, street musicians, you know, but this one, I mean, you're literally in a jazz club, just, yeah, just, you know, playing games. It's a quick game. It's, like, 20, 30 minutes. I absolutely, I, I keep raving about the theme. I'm so about this theme, and and I love rolling rights. You toss in a great theme like this with the rolling right. I'm all about it. That's why it's our number ten, the gig. I uh, I approve that decision. I'm really excited about this one as well. In fact, I've actually read the rules because Braincrack contacted us about maybe covering it for the Kickstarter campaign, and I oh. really wanted to. As it sounds so much fun. The tricky thing yeah. for me was I am really behind the eight ball and stuff I've got to cover. Plus, to do a real time roll and write, I would have had to get Jen on camera too. And more and more, my wife is getting less and less enthusiastic about on camera so it was gonna be a tough one for me to film but i'm still gonna be watching for this one i am definitely excited especially because i just noticed in the description it now which they didn't talk about this when they talked to me before includes a solo mode from dave turchie if that was right oh that's right Ah. yes i'll totally i totally forgot about that i'm glad you brought that up and yeah i don't think the when it first you know it was announced where i don't know if that was part of it but yes includes a solo mode by david turchie that's yep, right yep yep yeah. so definitely a, a great theme that looks like a lot of fun um and a, a new take on roll and right doing new stuff looks really thematic for a roll and right and uh, yeah i mean yep. i i was really impressed by the mechanisms from when i read the rules so that's number 10 the um yes. the gig um, and now we're going to go on to number nine and we were poets and we didn't even know it because number nine is <laughs> diamond dig Oh, Diamond Dig. Nice. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it is quite surprising. Because here's the deal, folks. Neither Ruel nor I know what the other is going to choose. Um, we both come up independently with our own top ten. We send them to a mutual friend who does some jiggery-pokery and makes sure we don't have any overlaps. So this is basically my top five versus Ruel's top five. But he might have taken my top three, and so I've got really my number six and stuff like that. And uh, Diamond Dig really caught my eye. It's from Alan Moon, Mr. Ticket to Ride. You know, that, you don't get much closer to board game royalty than that. He's teaming up with a newer designer, Bobby West. And unfortunately, folks, all I can show you is this picture. There is, I looked all over the publisher's website. I looked on Facebook. I couldn't find hardly anything that gives an idea of what the game looks like. But I can tell you what it feels like because on Board Game Geek, uh, this is listed, or this is the way it's described is it's kind of a spiritual successor to um, um, Ink and Gold or Diamond. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I mean, well, that's your is, luck. Yeah. I'm sure you've played Ink and Gold of Diamond, right? Yes. Yep. Um, that is widely considered by many people to be one of, if not the greatest, push your luck games of all time. Um, and I, it, it, we're friends here, right? Uh, this is, oh, a, yeah. uh, this is going to be okay. I, I can openly admit, yes. I have never played Ink and Gold or Diamond, folks. I, I, oh, I, wow. It's a three player minimum game. So I've never yeah, sought yeah, it out. True. So when I saw Diamond Dig is another push your luck game about, you know, dwarves digging deeper, pushing their luck, trying not to bring back, you know, fistfuls of dirt, but actual gems and all of that. And how far do you push before you bust? All of that good stuff. Uh, but now in a fantasy setting, uh, I was like, okay, great, but it's. Uh, oh! It supports two players. So. 
I'm on board in a big, big yeah. way because I've always wanted to play Ink and Gold. I know you can play it, but I've always heard that Ink and Gold, like the first half of the game is really boring unless you've got a bigger group of players and it only gets Agreed. down to two at the end. So a game that was yeah. designed with two players from the get-go, Alan Moon revisiting one of his greatest designs of all time with a new designer. Originally he did it with Bruno Fiduti. Now he's working with Bobby West. How could I not put this on the yeah. list, which is why number nine is Diamond Dig. After nice. the gig. After the gig, the diamond dig, and you know, nice find. Uh, yeah, uh, I this I I totally missed this one, but yeah, you're right. The second I heard Alan Moon and press your luck, like yeah, I'm all in. So that's great. Good call. Uh, let's move on to our number eight, which is going to be yes, yes. Number eight is Robomon. Robomon, okay. folks. Yeah, this one. Uh, caught my eye because of the the theme uh, again uh, I think this week's my, the themes have really jumped out at me uh, this one is Robo Battle but it's a little different because it's an ongoing it's a narrative game um, it's not just I mean you're going to be rolling dice um, you're going to be battling but it's a cooperative game as well so basically this is like a, a post-apocalyptic uh, world you know there's been wars and it doesn't look like some it <laughs> climate change the animals are gone, but the robots are still here. Okay. Uh, but we're gonna, yeah, but we're gonna, uh, we're gonna piece back the the environment and the ecosystem. Uh, but you're gonna still, you know, use the Robo Rangers. Uh, I think they're called, yeah, Robo Rangers uh, the, to uh, battle it out and have some fun. And you're gonna explore uh, the world through an adventure book, right? Okay. So you got sort of like this choose your own adventure style thing, uh, and then you're gonna eventually, you know, hopefully become the ultimate trainer of these uh, Robo Rangers. Now, which this is interesting. It says according to the BGG page, uh, which I looked up here. Yeah, you get it'll it'll take from five minutes to five hours, depending on what style of game you want to play. And that's <laughs> to me really intriguing. Do you really want to dive deep into the narrative? You you can totally take your time a little more, uh, take a little longer, or you can just you know duke it out uh, with all the the baddies and stuff. Uh, it reminds me of uh, there's a game that recently uh, from I. It was a RoboQuest Arena, which was like a deck building, a robot uh, battling game. But this takes it in a different direction where you're actually, you know, cooperatively, you know, trying to find your way in the world. So I'm excited for it. I mean, you get uh, robots battling each other. I'm always going to be in. So that's why I'm excited about our number eight, Robomon. Huh. Okay, yeah. That is really weird. When you started to describe the setting of this... I was getting a big disconnect with what I'm actually seeing because it looks like a very right. bright and verdant and colorful yeah. and charming and happy, upbeat world where finally yeah. humanity has stopped pestering all those poor Pokemons and let them live in peace <laughs> and instead has decided, okay, let's, well, we, we, we still need we still need to see those little critters battle, so we'll make robots for that express purpose, which I think yeah. is definitely a step in the right direction. Yeah. Good job, humanity. Uh, number definitely. eight, yeah. Robomon. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Well, um, there is definitely some synergy going on here. Uh, We're we're not rhyming again this time, but uh, moving on from that to our number seven, we have got Kabuto Sumo Total Mayhem and so much more. Yes. Yeah. I'm uh, excited about this one in a big, big way uh, because it's actually four games all from publisher um, board game tables. And I got to say, I don't know what's up with board game tables. They're just supposed to make tables. But they have been on such a tear making really great games. And so yeah. this is a, uh, a multi-game, oh, what do you call it, uh, a campaign on Kickstarter yeah. that's coming soon, where I think the lead game is the expansion for Kabuto Sumo. And I'm pretty sure, Ruel, you played Kabuto Sumo, right? 
Yeah, yeah, wonderful uh, um, uh, dexterity game uh, by uh, Tony Miller. A lot of fun. Very, very great. Uh, a great gateway game where you know you can teach in a few in a minute or two, and right away just get into like uh, pushing these little uh, little um, sumos, sumo bugs. I think they are monsters yeah. uh, on off the little uh, the uh, map there. It's really clever. Yep. Yeah. And so what this new expansion adds to the sumo battle is, um, I believe, uh, oh, uh, props. Because, I mean, yes. it's going away from the sumo and more into the WWE because now there's chairs and other things that could get thrown in yeah. onto the battle thing and mix things up. So that's cool. Um, but that's not all. They are, let's see, what were the other ones that were in this, uh, this, uh, this foreign one? Oh, what really got my eye was quantitative easing or QE. Yes. Because uh, if this is your first time at the R&R show, folks, we do this every week. We get together and do a top 10. We're in the middle of our epic top 100 games of all time. And recently, Ruel Gaviola was heard to say that QE is the greatest auction game of all time. It came in at our number 70. And so this is a chance to get some more QE goodness with QE commodities, Um, which sounds very, very cool as well. Yeah, I'm super excited about this. Super excited about that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, a QE, the greatest pure auction game out there. And then you add more. Uh, I'm all for it. But uh, anyways, continue. There's there's more to this than, oh, than yeah, just yeah. those two. We've so, um, but, yeah, QE, the auction game where you can bid whatever you want, however much you want. So, Ruel can bid three. And I said, okay, I'll bid three million. And Ruel can say, okay, well, I'll bid three million and three. And uh, and apparently it just gets wildly um, interesting because whoever bids the most loses the entire game. Very intriguing game. Ever since Ruel talked it up, I've been wanting to try it. And now they're getting a new expansion for it with the commodities. Next up, there's Bites, which has new recipes. And so I'm just going to go where, where here's the video for Bites on uh, Board Game Table's website, which I haven't played Bites. I don't know if you have, Ruel. Uh, I have not played by... No, that's the one game out of these that I have not played. It looks, as Ruel has been heard to say from time to time, adorbs. Um, Because (laughs) players are picking... You don't own, as I understand it, a particular ant in this game. Instead, you pick a color ant that will move forward uh, and jump to a space on this... Pick uh, this all, you know, all the picnic uh, goodies are strewn all over the place. The ants are running around trying to get what they want. But when you move them out there, you grab what is adjacent to the spot where your ant landed, apparently. So you're trying to do oh, all okay. kinds of set collection and figure out um, what is the most successful ant and all of that. So based on the other stuff, I mean, first of all, the game looks lovely and sweet and charming. And it is getting you know a what? new expansion. It- hmm? Yeah, I was just gonna say. I'm sure it looks lovely. Let's let's see it. We're, we're I'm not able to see it here. Oh um, no! Did I forget to yeah, push the we... button the entire time? Has the browser yeah, been man, off just the noticed... entire time? There, there it is. Oh my goodness! I'm sorry, folks. Uh, who is running this show? So this <laughs> is a sweet, adorable little game um, Ooh, where you're moving yeah. the ants along. I. Well, everything I was just talking about made more sense when you could actually see it. Although, of oh, there course, you go. people who were, um, were on the uh, podcast listening to this, they're like, ah, why do I have to listen to this a second time just so people can see it? But it's an adorable-looking little game. Special powers for the ants, all kinds of stuff. Thank you, Ruel, for um, stopping me because there's one more thing uh, that I have to talk about, which is the one yes. that gets me most excited on tour um, for the longest time was my highest ranked roll and ride of all time. And it's still my number two. And so another thing in this foursome of really great game expansions is new on tour set in London, 
and or no, I'm sorry, no, Paris and New York. Paris. So new maps, new stuff that changes up the world. They'd already done a Europe one, so I'm looking forward to see how they change one of the greatest roll and rights forever with new maps, new challenges, etc., etc. So that's a lot of really yeah. cool stuff. And I imagine you don't have to get all of them. If you just want one, you can focus on that, or you can get discounts on all of them. I'm sure the regular games are there. Uh, yeah, board game tables. They do not need to stick to tables. They are just knocking Agreed. it out of the park in the biggest way imaginable, uh, which is why number seven, Kabuto Sumo Total Mayhem, and so much more uh, is on the list. Yeah, I I, I knew uh, this was also on my short list, and um, you know I knew you are going to be hyped about that on-tour expansion because I am too. I want to see where they take this, uh, if it's going to be, you know, uh, it's going to reinvigorate the base game or it's... I think it's a, is it a, a standalone expansion? I'm not sure. I wasn't sure what it said on the, the page. Um, I believe each one of the. Well, I I'm uh, total May. I believe they're all. Ex- uh, um, honestly, I don't know. Um, okay, no, no worries. Yeah. I came for the on tour, and then I yeah. stayed when I learned about all these other games, and I knew I wanted to try QE. And yeah. Um, yeah. here's hoping QE cool. somehow becomes a two player game. It probably won't, but I can always hope. Yeah, well, hopefully. Well, you know what? At the next convention we run into each other, we'll oh, we find the third and we, we will must. Play it. Yeah, must play it. Awesome. Great choice. Um, let's move on now. Uh, that was number seven. Let's move on to our number six. Okay. And now, funny thing about number six. So, it's Flip Town uh, for me. Ooh. A funny thing about number six, this just went live this morning. Um, oh, did it? it? Just it, it went live and it's already been funded. So, uh, folks watching this, check it out. Flip Town, it's another roll and write. I, I mean, I'm a sucker for these, uh, for roll and writes, but this is actually a flip and write, uh, that, hence the name Flip Town. It is a Western themed game. And what you're doing, I love this. They, it sort of ties into the whole Western theme. You're using an actual standard 52 card deck of, uh, deck of cards, mm. right? 52 cards okay. uh, with the four suits, uh, hearts, clubs, spades, uh, and um, one of my hearts, clubs, spades, and uh, diamonds. Um, but uh, this game is by oh, now. I forget the designer's Steve name. I, I need. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Aramini. Uh, oh, see, yeah, Stephen Aramini. Uh, you may. I don't know. If, uh, so I didn't remember his name, but he's done a lot. Of, he's worked on a lot of wonderful games, including some of my favorites, like Sprawlopolis, Circle mm-hmm. of Wagons, mm-hmm. Agropolis, Animal Kingdoms, Tricky Tides. Done a lot of great stuff, and this is. Um, I believe he started this company for this game alone. Oh wow! Uh, Flip, uh, Flip Town. Yes, so this is his uh, his uh, breakout uh, game design or uh, game for his game company. It's about a thirty minute game. Uh, you are uh, in the wild, wild west, and what you're doing is flipping over three cards. One card is going to be assigned to the suit, uh, another for the value, and then one's going to represent your poker hand. So the suit okay. is going to tell you what um, area you're going to go to on the board. The value is going to um, get you, let me see, it gives you a, a, a specific site that you can go to, take an action, and it's puzzly from what I understand from what I'm, what I'm reading here, and it's so, you can play it solo as well. They have two different solo modes, in fact. You can play the, you know, beat your own high score, or you can play against a robot, a cowboy AI, I think they call it, okay. uh, against like a specific robot AI. I'm all about this because any game that can take a standard deck of cards and make it into something special like this has got my attention. And as you can see there, you're scoring along. You have your advanced modes. You mm-hmm. can get additional player abilities and so forth. Hey, there's uh, Alex from Board Game Co. Um, you can, it's, 
I'm all about it. It's already been fully funded. I'm going to back it probably right after the show. So <laughs> that's why it's our number six, Flip Town. That's a, a good call. Um, I was I was trying to look for it, and I couldn't find it because I didn't realize, oh, it's actually on Kickstarter.com right now. It's not a pre-launch page anymore. But That's yeah, right, yeah. I agree. Steve Aramini is definitely... I mean, what was it? His breakout title, uh, was it like Station Master or something like that? Really oh, simple, that straightforward game that kind of reinvented Uno, and I was really impressed by that back in the day. And he has just mm-hmm. gone on to do better and better and better stuff nonstop. And so, yes. congratulations that his um, his his freshman effort at doing his own self publishing is already blowing up. That I am so happy uh, for Steve. Yeah. Congratulations, and that was number six, right? Flip That's town. Right. All right. Okay. Cool, cool, well. Cool. Let's uh, go from a uh, you know a, a, a startup. You know, using Kickstarter to make all his dreams come true to <laughs> a tried and true um, you know, board game startup company that uh, never, uh, you know, never fails me. I am always happy to see what Queen Games has up their sleeves. And right now, they've got Kingdom Builder Empire Edition. That's going to be going live nice. this month. Uh, or, I'm sorry, not this month, in May. It's still April as we're recording this right now. And uh, folks, I love Kingdom Builder. I uh, think it totally deserves its Spiel des Jahres win from many, many years ago. I have talked about uh, this game at great length when I did my original run-through, and more recently when I did a a run-through to its sequel, Winter Kingdom. And contrary to some people's opinions, I think Kingdom Builder is the superior game. And over the years, uh, it has definitely uh, proven very popular because it's gotten a ton of expansion content. And I've picked all of the expansions up over the years. And um, actually, I think maybe it was two years ago, they did a Kingdom Builder big box where they brought everything together, but that was okay. I already had everything by that point. Well... Queen Games is back with the Empire Edition, um, you know, celebrating its success over the years. Um, might even be an anniversary time thing. I'm not quite sure. But the thing is, this is another big box, and it's got everything that's ever come out so far, plus presumably some new stuff as well. I think it says there are um, some new elements. But more important than anything else, for the first time, we can play Kingdom Builder with cool miniatures for all of the uh, the buildings. So, of course, the entire point of Kingdom Builder is slowly claiming territory on these wonderful, colorful hex maps, just putting out little wooden pieces. And that's always been fine, but now you can get a cool deluxe miniatures version where you've got much neater-looking, unique pieces for each of the different player colors, which I am very excited about. And uh, because I love Kingdom Builder so much, and this is basically, you know, just blinging it out in the biggest way. And some people might say, but... I already got the big box edition or over the years I've gotten every single expansion like I have. Don't worry, folks. I don't think this has been announced yet, but I did confirm with Queen that there will be an option on this campaign for people who already have everything to say, look, I just want the new stuff. I just want the the plastic pieces. I just want whatever new expansion promo content is there. And I'm happy with everything else I already have. So... You are not stuck buying a whole new version. You can get just the facts, just what you need. And I am very excited to bling out one of my uh, favorite area control games of all time, Kingdom Builder. Yeah, I, I'm so glad you uh, talked to Queen about that because yeah. I was wondering, like, do I have to get rid of all my Kingdom Builder stuff and get this? <laughs> no, I can just get the the cool, uh, the the upgraded stuff. So that's, yep. that's a great call. Kingdom Builder... I, 
I'm just, I, I feel, I feel like it's a bit underrated, don't you think? Very, like, I don't think people, very. yeah, I don't think people. I, I, maybe it's because it was, you know, Donald Vecarino's, you know, game after Dominion, so it wasn't Dominion, so people sort of wrote it off. Yeah, I think it's wonderful, um, it, awesome area control game, and quite easy to teach. Uh, honestly, mm -hmm. uh, you can, you know, teach it to anyone. So great call. I'm, yeah. I'm so glad that's on there. Okay, so that was our number five. Let's move on to number four. I am super pumped about this one. Number four. Um, I mean, just the theme alone, Andromeda's Edge, folks. It's a sci-fi game. I'm going to tell you why I'm excited about this one. Number one and number two, Luke Laurie, Laurie. the mm -hmm. designer, folks. Uh, designed one of my favorite games of last year, I believe, called uh, Cryo, uh, another sci-fi game. This has uh, got some similarities as far as it's a sci-fi game. It's a worker placement game. But, boy, this one seems like it's taken up to the next level. You've got uh, upgradable starships with different abilities. Each player is going to have a different faction, gives you different abilities. Of abilities, And then you have the board itself is going to be uh, modular, so you're going to be switching around the board and stuff uh, with different uh, work placement actions and everything. This has got my name written all over it. I'm fired up to uh, to play this one. And then as the game progresses, you're going to be building new civilizations uh, on the on the board there. Observatories, factories, financers, and everything. Are there any pictures got... of it anywhere? No, not that ah! I could find. You, yeah, that's that's the one thing, folks. It is on. Is this game found? Um, yes, it's on Game Found. It's on Game Found, and, and again, just uh, all I got is uh, a thing on BGG, just a very basic description. But again, you you say Luke Laurie, I'm yeah. my eyes are you know wide open. I'm all for it. There, that's all they have, right? And there's there's Mr. Laurie right there. Yeah, Luke Laurie um, is on freaking fire. On fire, these right? Days. Dwellings of Eldervale yep. was. It continues yep. to be a monster. Manhattan yes. Project Energy Empire, which he's Manhattan a co-designer on, yeah. is, um, what is, is maybe, in my mind, the greatest worker placement game of all time, quite frankly. Wow. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. And I, I've, heard, I've heard other people say that. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I, I, Whistle Mountain. Yeah. Cryo, Whistle Mountain. as you mentioned. And um, a, a few others besides. But yeah, he is definitely a designer on the rise. And mm -hmm. uh, I'm going by this box art cover. It looks like it'll be stunning. and It looks awesome, yeah, right? And you can be yeah. pretty confident the design is going to be stellar too because Luke, yep. I don't think he's misstepped yet. Yep. So uh, that's why it's our number four, folks, Andromeda's Edge. Okay. Nice, nice, nice. Well, let's move on to number three. And uh, this is a tricky one for me. I actually had to go and look up how to pronounce it, and I've written it out phonetically for myself. Let's make sure I get this oh. right. Number wow. three is Oranienburger Canal. Oranian oh, Burger Canal. Oh, wow. <laughs> Oranian Burger <laughs> Canal. And I probably... Wow. That sounds wrong to me, but it's what I wrote down. Oranian okay. Burger Canal. Um, so I could say the word over and over and over, but that's kind of meaningless. Let's actually go take a look at it instead. Another game that's coming on GameFound. Um, and here's why I am so excited about this. It's a new game coming from Spielworks. I am jealous of every single one of these reviewers and designers and developers out there who are giving quotes about it because everybody's gotten to play it. I want Ooh. to play it, Odio, um, because it is the latest big box heavy Euro simulation from Uwe Rosenberg. And mm. um, I love uh, Uwe's designs. And this one I'm especially excited about because it is the long-awaited return of his resource wheel. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, nice. Aura et Labora introduced it. Glass Road solidified it with a double. And now it is back in a new game where, oddly, 
we're not farming. We're not farming in this game. What, what? am I doing with myself? <laughs> Instead, we are captains of industry. And apparently this is based off a story of this uh, provincial town that grew up to become an industrial powerhouse because they redirected a river to end up creating a bunch of canals. Uh, because this city grew up, it was developing canals as much as it was building streets, as much as it was building rail lines, all at the same time. So a big focus on this game is, of course, managing your resource wheel, which you just know is awesome because it's been so awesome in all the other games. But all also, building up your own little section of the town, trying... I mean, at first, you just start putting the industries down. But then, you start flooding the spaces between them to build the canal. Or building the roads. Or making the railways. All of which have different effects. But then, your industries are broken apart, so you have to start building bridges to connect them again. And so, you are judged on all of these different metrics. And it looks like it's going to be something very new and different from Uve in terms of the city-building stuff you're doing. But, I... Cannot state just how incredibly excited I am about the third game with the resource wheel, which I don't understand why nobody else has copied it. I guess Uve just owns it, and uh, anybody else would be chased out of town, um, which is fine as long as Uve keeps revisiting it, which is why I'm so excited. This any other month, this would have been my number one, but uh, my number yeah. one is amazing. Uh, but this month, our number three is Oranian Burger Canal. Nice. Um, I, I'm not going to try to pronounce that name. Iranian Burger Canal. Well, that, that's as close as I can get. But that resource wheel we were just talking about, yes, I'm we fired up about. I'm so excited that it, it's it's here. Uve's brought it back. So very great, very great, great uh, choice for number three. Speaking of desires that we enjoy, um, number two, I think it won't be a surprise. But here's one surprise. It went. It also went live this morning. Oh, no! Wayfarers of the South Tigers. <laughs> It went. I, oh, I yes, couldn't it did. believe Look it. At that. It just went live. It's fully funded. You you mentioned you saved Shem Phillips. My ears perk up. You mentioned the Micho for art. Your ears perk up. Our ears perk up. Um, we're. I mean, come on. It's already fully funded. Uh, this time we're looking at uh, explorers on the edge of Baghdad, and you're gonna okay. or you're gonna set off from Baghdad to map the surrounding land. And what this has, Richard, it, uh, this this is where I'm like so excited. Dice worker placement. Mm -hmm. Sam Phillips is doing a dice worker placement. I am all of a sudden super, super fired up about this. And you're talking about people who are jealous of. I'm jealous of my brothers from another mother, the brothers Murph. They got to uh, play this the other day. What? And spoiler alert: Mike Murphy told me it's his favorite of Shem Phillips's wow. designs. And they love all his games as much as we do. And for him to say that, folks. I am. I'm gonna jump on the bad wing. I'm fired up. As you can see there, there's all kinds of goodies that you can get on the uh, Kickstarter. But dice worker placement by Shem Phillips. Oh, I cannot wait to play it. That's why it's our number two Wayfarers of the South Tigris. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that is an excellent. And as you said, I mean, it's oh, just launched this morning uh, and already on its way to two hundred thousand. And yeah. I'm sure it'll do well above that based on... Yeah. I mean, this is basically them kicking off a new series. The West Kingdom series That's, was so successful. Yep. So many spinoffs. And now they're doing the South Tigris instead. Now, you, yep. you mentioned Shem many times. I would feel remiss to not mention his co-designer, S.J. McDonald, yep. who was there with Sorry. him side yep. by side on all these games. And um, I think S.J. is for Sam, uh, is also yep. a big, big part of the design. When these yes. two work together, you've got some of the most... And then when you get the Micho's art on top of it, yeah... Um, uh, you know it's going to be big. Everybody knows it's going to be big. It's already blown up hugely on That's Kickstarter. Right. Uh, and it's only been yeah. going for, geez, just not hardly uh, since we've started <laughs> A filming. A few hours? So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, Super that is an excellent that. number two. Um, you know what? Any other <laughs> month. 
that could have been a number one, but yep. not this month, man. Not this month because there on. can be only one, and I know you know what it is. Oh yeah, uh, Let's hear our it. number one of the month for the month of May is Castles of Burgundy Special <laughs> Edition. Did you? Yes. Did, should I have just had you said it with me at the same time? I, I should have. Yeah, yep. I should have just yeah should have said it. But yeah, um, yeah, I. Yeah, go ahead. This, this is your jam. Well, I mean, I, I Castles want, of Burgundy, as far as I'm concerned, is designer Stefan Feld's greatest design ever. Uh, and I'm not agreed. alone in that. A lot of people agree. Agreed. It's won so many awards over the years. Uh, it's it's so absolutely fantastic. It's in my top ten favorite games of all time, quite frankly. I've had the original version. I've had the anniversary edition. And I'm going to chuck both of those to get this new version um, where, for the first time ever, a Steffen Feld game gets the production quality that his design shops truly deserve. We were talking about this not too long ago on the R&R show, right? About how, That's right. Yeah, he keeps on putting out some of the best designs ever, but boy, they're just always so dusty and dry and beige. Yep. Not yep. anymore. This game looks so stunning now. This is going to be one of the best-looking tile lane games of all time to match the fact that it is one of the best-playing tile lane games of all time. It looks like a gigantic super box edition. I assume they're bringing back all of the various things that have come out over the years. Uh, hey, mm-hmm. metal coins, if you're into such things, but more importantly, yes. really cool 3D miniatures to build up probably not everything but like really key things like your castle maybe your mines and stuff like that they promise a campaign full of surprises which um i have to admit what's my (laughs) appetite too um what surprises have they prepared they're not saying but you better believe i have already marked this as please tell me the day this goes live i am already following it along with 26,000 other people have already signed up to get the notice when this thing goes live because this is going to be the biggest game of the month. This is going to be one of the biggest games yeah. of the year. And um, yeah, I am so excited. Uh, you know, I mean, the gameplay doesn't need it. Uh, you know, the gameplay right. is just about perfection as it is. But hey, if I'm going to sit down for a game that I'm going to play for 60 to 90 minutes that I absolutely love, I want to love what I'm looking at too. And I've never really gotten the chance to do that before, but now I will. And uh, yeah, and I can't see wait to see what the campaign full of surprises are when uh, longtime Burgundy publisher Aaliyah teams up with Awakened Realms, who are the modern masters of super gigantic, mm-hmm. bombastic, everything in the kitchen sink thrown into the gigantic box uh, campaign. So I'm very excited. Boy, what is going on in 2022? Was it last month? We had the super big deluxe um, Lagrange oh. from Board yeah. and Dice, and now we've got the most deluxe Euro deluxe luxification the industry has ever seen with castles of burgundy um of of course of course it's our number one the castles of burgundy special edition no surprises there and i'm so happy to see this because (laughs) you know when we had this conversation about you know feld's games again they're brilliant designs and this is probably i mean it's my favorite of his as well but you know the the artwork uh, leaves a lot to be desired especially for those of us who have vision issues like myself colorblind issues I'm hoping, and again, just from what I saw on the page, it looks good to me. I mm-hmm. mean, it looks, again, I need to see it in front of me, but I'm hoping they did things to make sure that it's colorblind accessible. Um, but, you know, honestly, if it's not, I'm probably still going to get it and just do it myself. You know, like I did with his other games, I put stickers and stuff like that. But this looks fantastic. I There's no way I'm not going to get this. Um, because it looks awesome, and it's one of the greatest games of all time, for sure. Yep, the game is now going to be physically big enough to match my love for it. 
basically. Nice. <laughs> there it is. There is your pull quote right there, folks. <laughs> Type that in and print that. I love it. All right. Okay. Wow. Well, that Lots of that, good folks. stuff this month. And let me ask you, did you hear one of us say the secret word, drums? Did you? Did you? Um, because if you did, you know what to do. Send an email to contest at rado.com, not telling us the secret word was drums. We already know that, but telling us what game was it. Put that in the subject of your email. You've got until, what was it? Uh, May, May 3rd. May 3rd to get your entry in to win either the viral bundle, if you're in the, uh, uh, the, uh, North America or the encyclopedia bundle, if you are elsewhere. And, um, Yeah. Boy, those were 10 great games. But we are not yeah. done yet. I know you've got a few more you want to talk about, right? I do. What about you? I do as well. Which is why, folks, uh, we're going to stop the show now. Um, but we're going to continue into the post-show where I've got like think, four other games, at least, I wanted to talk about. And we'll do some Q&A with the audience if you'd like to catch that. Again, it's the extended edition of this show. Hit that I. Follow the links down in the show notes because we're not done. But um, for the purposes of this show, I'm going to say thanks for watching, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye to you, Ruel. Thanks for showing up. Thanks bye-bye. for yep. um, having some really good knowledge. Thanks for keeping me on the straight and narrow when I forgot to put stuff on the screen. <laughs> and, uh, and also, finally... Thanks to sponsor of the show, Arcane Wonders. Have a nice day, everybody. Talk to you later. So long. Uh, bye bye